Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Screening Club podcast, where we give you all the insight you need into the media that you love. We are one man down this week. I am here with just Chris. How's it going, Chris? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. I uh, I am hoping we get Mike back soon. You know, he's. Uh, it's he's, all about the temperature. If it's cold, he can't come. It's all about That's the, the temperature. It's it's in his blood. You know, he. It gets cold outside, and he goes back into hi- hibernation. Yep. But um, a lot of people do say that our most classic, like our signature episodes, if you were to rank them, mm-hmm. all the ones where it was too cold for Mike to come. That's true. That's uh, I think that's memorable a, episodes. That's a pretty well-known fact. So maybe we'll we'll be in for another classic today. Who who knows? But uh, how how was your your week? What's what's going on? Uh, I'm a little sick, but you know what? I remedied myself with some good TV watching. Ooh, some good TV watching. You've got yeah. There's there's a couple of new things you're talking about this this week, right? But you know, we'll we'll get into that. Sure. And, um, you know, I also want to say I had I had a a fantasy baseball draft this this week. Oh yeah, with our good friend uh, Tony, and uh, always a fun time in those. Tony always. Uh, Every year seems to take on a character. We we try to do a draft with a bunch of people that we don't don't know. Yeah. Um, Tony al- always loves to take on a character. So this year, he was pretending to be uh, the son of the owner of the Baltimore Orioles. Oh wow! Um, and everyone called him on his bullshit immediately, <laughs> and he would not give give in. And throughout the draft, everyone was sarcastically remarking. Why aren't you drafting any Orioles? Why aren't you drafting it any Orioles? And Fair it was question. really, um, it was really just a pleasure to watch Tony deal deal with that the entire drafts. Um, so that that was fun, and uh, it is fantasy baseball season. So I hope uh, all of you out there that do play fantasy sports, uh, you're uh, you're in for a good year. Yeah, but you've been watching Legion, Chris. I have the Legion viewing did not stop. And you've been enjoying it? Yeah, it's the it was this past week was the penultimate episode of oh, the first season close. at least. And it was an amazing episode. The past few episodes have been in sort of a I wouldn't say a malaise, but they've been in a different location. They've been inside David's mind. And now we finally broke out of his mind back into reality or as close as reality to reality as the show can get. And uh Things are finally coming to a head outside of the astral plane or the non-physical world. And we're starting to realize who has some serious superpowers, who doesn't. Uh, And yeah, it was a great episode. Really great episode. So it seems like we're heading... We're heading somewhere because you know I I only watched the first the first episode uh, or I guess half of the first episode, but from what you guys have been saying, it seems like we're really sort of there's there's been some re- reveals right about what exactly this man's powers are and uh, uh, and all of that stuff. Who this entity living inside of him? Does it seem like we're is. heading towards a uh, a reveal. Maybe yeah. It could be. There's, I mean, there is X Men. It's in the X Men universe, and so far we haven't seen a lot of X Men related stuff. So, I'm, exp- I would guess that we're going to get some X Men in the last episode. A more concrete tie to the X Men. Interesting. There, there's been guess. no X Men. There's been really there's the word mutant has been thrown around a lot, but 
past that, there's been no concrete connection to the X-Men. Very interesting. Yeah. Which I think... Isn't that sort of a selling point of the show, though, that it's like an X-Men show, but they're not selling out to, to, to get viewers by saying that it's an X-Men show? Yeah. And also the X-Men you like cinematic universe is so twisted and tied it would kind of be hard to be in that universe really concretely so what are you looking forward to what are your big your big questions or your big uh your big areas that you're looking forward to seeing what what goes down in in this last episode uh i want to see if we can get a finality to the hero versus villain story that has been in this season, if we can get David versus the monster inside of him, if we can get that finished once and for all, or if this is going to be, if that entity that is the villain is going to be around for more than one season. I think that'll be interesting to find out. Is there going to be a second season? Yeah. Yeah. Were you certain? Yeah, I think it was greenlit. Isn't though, like, weren't weren't you saying that the, the entity inside of him is what is, like, I know you said he's so powerful he can deal with the entity inside of him. Yeah. But isn't that a lot of what guides what he's doing and his like powers and stuff like what will they even do if that's just gone then he'll be free to help other people maybe band together with other mutants do you think it would get old if if it was like what if that that was the whole show he just always had an entity uh if that was the whole show continuing multiple seasons it would get old but it would it, it would be changed because of the events that happened in this past episode, things will be changed going forward. So, excited to see what's next for David. Very cool. How's uh, how's Aubrey doing? Aubrey Plaza. She's doing great. Is that her name? Yep. And she's still there, even though I I watched her die. Yep, she's there in a in a form. In a form. In a Is she sense. the entity? Want me to ruin it for you? I mean, she does a great job in the show. I think you can, you can ruin it for me since you guys have been ta- talking about de- the, details uh, every week. The entity takes on different forms in his mind, and one of the forms is, or I'll be Praza. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's interesting. Anything else we should be on the lookout for 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 next week? Uh, I just say my prediction is some X Men stuff is going going to go down next week, and you'll all know I'm right. Any screen bet? No. Never big on the screen bet. Someone will say the word X-Men. That's what I'll bet. (laughs) Do you really think so? Yeah. Can you give us uh, an example in your mind of how it'll... Like some character from the X-Men will show up. And And they'll say, I'm from from the X-Men. Ah, okay. Wait, but n- nothing in the show so far has been like he's not associated with with X Men yet. Like no, it's just the it's in the anything? universe. Like mm. mut- mutants are a thing, are a known thing. Okay, okay, cool. Well, let me ask you this: This is a uh, a comic book show, and there yeah. was another another premiere of a comic book show, right? You you checked out a bit of Netflix new. As I promised last episode, I would watch at least the first episode of Iron Fist. And I watched the first episode of Iron Fist, Netflix's new entry into their Marvel comic book universe. New character soon to be in the Defenders next year. And it was not very good. <laughs> Which 
I love those Marvel these those Netflix Marvel shows, and this one was just not very good. Why? Iron Fist played by let me look up his name here, Loras Tyrell from Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Uh, Finn Jones, British man. Interesting. Okay. Uh, which makes sense if you know about his character's fate in Game of Thrones, he would have a new show. <laughs> uh, he does his best American accent, and it's not that good. And you can clearly tell that he does not know martial arts. Uh, is, is he he's he supposed to know no martial arts? The story of Iron Fist is there's this like the Rand Corporation is like a giant corporation akin to like the the Tony Stark Corporation, sure, like okay. a, like a mini Stark Industries. Yeah. The heir apparent, the son of the Rand Corporation and the Rand family go on a trip over the Himalayas, the, the plane ride over the Himalayas, and the plane yeah. crashes. Danny Rand, the son, is the only survivor. And he gets survive, and he gets um, saved by disciples and monks of the mythical city Kung, Kung Lun. Kung Lun. Whoa. And they teach him, they teach him his ways, the ways of the martial arts. But they didn't teach him well, you, you say? Well... They taught the they taught the stuntmen well, but not Finn Jones, Loris Tyrell. Clearly, like when the guy, when the guy playing Daredevil, I'm sorry, I forget your name, great Irish actor. Uh, when the guy doing Daredevil, like he does, like most of his own stunts, like all those big one uh, one shot scenes. That's all him doing that doing that crazy work. This is clearly like the the one of the main fight scenes in the first episode is during a like a Mardi Gras like Day of the Dead not Mardi Gras like a Day of the Dead sort of festival. Okay, and he puts on like a sugar skull mask, so <laughs> you don't have to see the main character's face doing all these crazy moves. But you know, <laughs> and the story that's is funny. That's yeah, funny. the story is nonsensical. <laughs> I will give them. Uh, give them props for not so iron fist big thing is he's got like a magical fist and it's really like it's the most out there thing of all the netflix marvel shows i thought his big thing was he was a martial arts specialist he's a martial arts specialist that knows the way of the iron fist so but he only has a special fist because they they taught him yeah they taught him the ways of the fist so he's not even he doesn't really even have have superpowers anyone no, can he, go de- he does have a superpower he has beyond like a, what they showed him well you have to well he i don't want to spoil the i know a little bit more about the character from the comics so another <laughs> thing about iron fist is that he has a giant dragon tattoo okay and it's because when he Kung Lung was like being terrorized by like this dragon, this master dragon, and he My killed God. the dragon. Really? When he killed the dragon, he absorbed its its like powers and its ah. soul, and that's and it imprinted on him via the tattoo and the iron fist. So interesting. Okay, but so anyway, he does have so some I special the, power. It's the most fantastical and supernatural of all the Netflix shows. Powers, like okay. it's literally like this magic fist that he has. But mm. I give them props. They, he did not use the Iron Fist in the premiere episode. I have not seen him use it on screen yet. Wow! So it might be like a big build-up. I'm, I'm betting, yeah. So it's, but it's clear that he had like, is his fist like in gold or something? Like, when does it look weird when he uses it, it like, it like turns yellow. 
and like it has like it's like filled with energy it's kind of like an energy fist but he didn't use it he just used like basic martial arts in the first episode is it possible that he doesn't know yet he doesn't know that he has the special fist i bet he knows i <laughs> well, mean that would be crazy i really i don't know but well yeah, i bet he knows scream bet um but the story the story of like, the premiere episode is this Danny Rand comes back after years of being away. Everyone presumed that he's dead and his family has died. Uh, and he comes back and the Rand Corporation has been taken over by like the the second in command. Uh, and no and one I, believes that they just think he's like this crazy homeless man. So there's all these like antics of him breaking like he breaks into like seven different buildings in this first episode <laughs> and he has this weird smirk on his face and it's just not very well done. Oh, but it sounds pretty cool go check it out yourself <laughs> but i predict i will not keep going with it but i predict that in the future when the defenders comes out okay what's that it's the all the marvel netflix shows are going to band together avenger style to make Just, a netflix movie no a netflix show called oh. defenders okay so jessica jones uh luke cage iron fist and daredevil are the defenders they're like the street level avengers when that show comes out next year, I'll probably try to just barge through Iron Fist just to get the backstory. <laughs> so everything is copacetic when I watch The Defenders. Can I ask you something, though, just to wrap back around to the Magic Fist? Uh-huh. Um, as someone that didn't know any background story like you clearly do, are we? do we know that he, he has a, a special fist? If it, I was was in the, it was in the trailers, yeah. And his name's Iron Fist. Yeah, but that could just mean a man that's really good with it, like a martial I arts. I saw a man. shot. I saw. I saw a shot in the trailer of him using it, very, very briefly. Okay. Yeah, but like, okay, but in the show though, they haven't I guess been if, like, I oh, guess this you, man. Yeah, has if a you hadn't fist. seen any of the trailers, you wouldn't know that he had a special fist or the tattoo yet. They haven't shown the tattoo. Okay. Interesting. Well. We'll see if we ever hear about it again. Was Mike into this this show? No. Okay. Mike didn't even watch Luke Cage, which was actually good. <coughs> wow. The villain of that show won an Oscar this year, Marshala Ali, for Best Supporting Actor. And it still didn't bring Mike in? No. Couldn't handle it. <laughs> well, that's okay. You know, um, another show that Mike can't handle, uh, or I guess there's, there's a number, right? <laughs> yeah. But uh, another show that Mike can't handle that I like is DS, which I just want to touch on for for one second, because last time we talked, we had this big moment where <laughs> at the end of the episode. Oh, the, yes. The murder suicide, <laughs> the murder suicide. And then I remember last week I had. The, the the idea was briefly brought up between us that perhaps he he wasn't dead because he was just shot. The wife shot herself in the head. Yeah. Unclear where he, he got shot. When we pick back up, still unclear for like may, maybe the first five, five minutes, we come in, sort of like stuff is unraveling, like what is going on? What was what is going on? And then finally Kiefer said something like, we're going to have to tell the American people that the vice president was shot and killed by his wife. So it was clear there. It's all clear, he yeah. is actually dead. Um, and then it was sort of a lot of, you know, 
dealing with sort of like how the American people will per- per- perceive what's what's happened and sort of like how are they going to talk about it when you know we don't we can't tell everyone hey this whole crazy thing is happening uh a lot of drama with um <laughs> like uh i lost my train of thought a lot of drama with sort of who who knows what and like uh. is who 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 can he trust then finally and I think we've been waiting for this moment, and I, I feel bad that Mike wasn't here for the reveal of this information. Um, finally, and I know Mike has analyzed how long, how far along we are in his presidency. I think Mike's best guess was something like six months to a year or something like, like that. Um, finally, we get the wife approaches him and says... Blowing up the Capitol wasn't enough. You, you uh, being like the White House walls being shot through with automatic weapons during your meeting with the with, with the governors wasn't enough. All the lights going off, the White House getting hacked wasn't enough. Even you being shot at the vice pre- presidential swearing in ceremony was not enough. But the vice president being killed, she no longer feels safe living in the White House. Wow. After all smart of that. Yeah, smart. <laughs> A little late, I would say. But finally, finally, she brings it up to him. I do not feel safe with the kids, with us living yeah. in the White House. And he puts up a fight. He, he says... We can't like live in fear. Uh, the kids are gonna have to be pulled out of school. The kids are gonna. She wants them to live at Camp Camp David, and he says, "Yeah, it's safer. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's it's in the the middle of nowhere." But she won't. She won't let let down. She for some reason, uh, everything else that went on was was fine. But her tipping point was the vice president being killed, um, and then they have this scene where the the wife and his two kids are getting on on a helicopter and uh i know mike's a big fan of the actor that plays his son too um and he he says to his son like are you guys gonna be okay and he has his i believe his his only line of the episode it's a good call dad (laughs) uh and i think we all can agree it was a good call probably six months to a year too too late but, uh, yeah. I thought that was interesting. So we'll see what um what happens. Uh Maggie Q continues to to do well and um Do you know how many episodes are left this season? I have no 18? idea. I it might uh I, I can look it up here, but yeah, I, I have no idea. I mean we've only just come back. We're two episodes in. I guess that's to, true, yeah. To the second half of the the first season. Um you know, it's it's interesting. I think we all can agree it was a curveball. The main the main antagonist dying. It's true. Um so we'll have to see who the real bad guy is and we don't know who to trust. Who's pulling the strings? Who's pulling the strings exactly? Cuz now there's no more puppets now. It's true. Everyone's dead. 
Although they did get a little bit into what really happened a, a lot with the vice president's army, his uh, his armed forces uh, experience and him saving people and stuff like won't get into all of that. But there's stuff going on with that. Uh, and I think it's coming to a head. I mean, who who knows? It might be years before we find out. But anyway, that was pretty good. Chris, can you touch on Homeland for us I'll touch a, on a little bit? Yeah. So Homeland's, Homeland is still on the 12 episode per season uh, way of doing things, which is unlike normal. Like huh. HBO is all 10 now or, or less in some cases, like with leftovers coming back. Yeah. So sometimes, to me, and I know to Mike, Homeland can feel either stretched out or can lose its plot a little, little along the way. But now it's finally, I think, getting back on track as the season ends, and it's getting to where it needs to be. Uh, in last episode, they, they, to me, they fixed Quinn's Quinn's storyline. This season has been the most kind of up in the air because it wasn't really connected to anything. And finally, they're starting to connect it with everyone else's story a little bit more. And that's made me feel like they know what's going on. And it's not just throwing crap at the wall and seeing what sticks. Uh, They actually had a plan. Yeah, because last week there was a little bit... You guys were getting scared about where it was going, right? Yes. You weren't sure, like, you you thought they may have fallen off, off course. Yeah, like a character that everyone likes, Astrid, they just killed in a really stupid way. Uh, and they don't totally fix that, but they, they kind of, they make her part of an integral story instead of just part of some weird side story that has, has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting back on track and we'll see where it goes. Cool stuff. Yeah. You said, sorry, I know you just said this, but how, how many episodes left? 12. Oh, it's, sorry. 12 per season. There's three episodes left. Very interesting. We'll see where it goes. I want to touch just for a second on Madam Secretary. I I feel they've they've been doing a lot with this um, this whole thing. I th- I, th- I think I mentioned to you guys the 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 finance worker in the White House was like actually a double agent, and someone killed him, and he was dating. The, the the secretary's press or public relations uh, officer or whatever. Okay. Um, and it just seemed a little bit a little bit too much for for me, and I was surprised. Well, I, I don't know about surprise, but it was it was just a, a little bit much, like how it went 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 down. It got a little bit. They've really been sort of staying in that area as her ongoing theme, like investigating who that was and how it's connected to a, a bunch of other stuff. I'll say this. I have been much more interested <coughs> in the secretary's wife, Henry played by actor Tim, Tim Daly, who I think also has a romance with Tay Leone in real life. Um, I've been a lot more interested in his storyline. Tell me this isn't cool. He's uh, helping. I forget what facet of, of the government it is, uh-huh. but there he's like a religion specialist. Uh, he's a religious scholar. So they Theologist. bring him in. What theologist? Yes. He's they, they bring him in to uh, a- advise them because they are sending in an undercover agent to a 
like a doomsday cult that they think has a bomb. And it's just been very, a lot more intriguing for me. Just he has to go and like meet the guy. And they also, it's it's a little bit, you know, you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit. And you, and you can imagine how sort of strange this is in Madam Secretary. They've installed a wireless camera in the man's throat. Um, oh my God. So, so that we can see what's going on in the doomsday call only sometimes because sometimes it breaks um, but at times they can watch like a live stream it's hidden in a tattoo on his throat oh okay um, uh, it's like a nuts. little chip yeah and they were very like this is very experimental technology. cutting edge tech like Tim Tim Daly was like oh I heard about this I, I, I didn't know it was really happening um, but anyway <laughs> I that's my favorite part part of the show right now is watching what's going on with the doomsday cult. Uh, like that stuff I, I, I think is fascinating to me anyway. Uh, and just watching the guy like sort of go through what he's going through. And it's been just a lot more intriguing than what's going on. And then they'll, they'll also the, the like tag on story for like the past few episodes has been um, forgetting his name. Uh, Jay Whitman, who's like her policy adv- advisor, um, his drama with separating from from his wife, I sort of found it funny. Like I I thought it was just additional like stuff that we didn't need. Uh, zero of that in the current episode. It was completely replaced by a one off storyline about de- decreasing uh, elephant. Har- har- harvesting or oh, yeah. something, yeah. Um, and a couple of weird because you know, uh, I, I guess the their whole thing was like people in a certain country uh, they harvest the ivory. Well, it, it it was about it being like a aphrodisiac, yeah. like uh, it, they believe. Yeah. So their their thing was we're going to in, inform people that there are other options that you don't need to use. Okay. At, Elephants, lots of sort of like sexual undertone jokes, like uh, the the guy that they have to convince his his name is uh, I think it's like Ambassador Dong, and okay. they had a couple of points where where they were like, let's hope let's hope Ambassador Dong can uh, be like just like really yeah. like weird jokes from Absec, uh, but. <laughs> And then an additional storyline about Tim Daly and his son, like, building a machine or, like, something. It, they, they've been fitting a lot in. I would love for there to be more about the Doomsday Cult. That is that is my favorite thing. And I'm wondering what's going to hap- happen with that. Because our latest thing is um, the guy. They, they may be drugging the guy. It's unclear. So they're thinking about pulling him out. If they pull him out, everyone will know. Um so we'll see. It's also unclear. Like the guy might be falling into, like you were saying, some yeah. weird things. Like yeah. they really tested him to make sure, like he wouldn't do that, and that he knew, like that he was convincing. Yeah. But now it's unclear, like exactly what's going on with him. So cool stuff with that. Uh, I feel bad. I'm not as into the other stuff, but Taylor is a you know a good actress, and uh, I like Tim Tim Daly too. Why don't we talk about Big Little Lies? Another penultimate episode. Oh, I loved this episode. And yes, it's the, we've got one more left. I thought we had two more left. 
Nope. Um, this, Chris, I think was the episode of, of, of the season. I agree. To me. Um, well, why don't you give me... I, I had a couple of points that I want to talk about, but what, what were your initial thoughts on, on this episode? I liked the episode a lot. It was kind of... You could tell they were tying up some of things before the... I assume next episode is going to be a lot of like police stuff mm. and stuff kind of with characters that yeah. we haven't seen before, like all the police and sure, we'll start yeah. seeing the other side of the camera of those interviews. Yeah. So they had to wrap up some storylines as best they could or Steven or just move stuff forward. Uh, let me, but I liked the episode a lot and I liked everything that moved forward. I liked, uh, Celeste, you know, finally kind of getting out of that rut and actually renting that apartment kind of symbolize I mean, this move forward. She is, She's the the superstar of the show. Yeah, I mean Nicole Kidman. I I wasn't big into her. I guess like I I respected her as an actress, but this has she is great in this. She is like I I smell some awards coming. Yeah, I smell them coming. But yeah, please. I had please a question about. I wanted to get your thoughts on a, a Jane scene that I was confused about. So sure. she's talking to, I always forget everyone's name, when she's talking to Madeline, they're kind of like, they're debriefing about what happened. You f- you forgot the, the main character, the, the number Ma- one? You think Madeline's the main character? Yes. I'd say Jane is the main character. She's the, at least she's the audience surrogate. Madeline is, okay, anyway, sorry. Anyway, so they're kind of debriefing about her trip up north to to like meet her. Yeah. Supposed rapist. Yeah. In that meeting that she had with Madeline, she says that it wasn't the guy. And she says, Does like, she? Yeah, because she said, like, how many more, how many Baxton, Paxton Bakers? That's are, true. That's do you true. Have, yeah. You yeah. So she, she definitely did. Yeah. She said that, but are we to think that that was a lie and that the guy actually was, and she's just keeping that information secret because in she the lied scene, about the gun. Yeah. She lied about the gun, scene. but in the previous episode, when she meets the guy, she has that, it was the really well edited, like, like flash where he's walking away and it flashes to the hotel room and it's the same back of the head. Well, the same, but I mean, and and also they've been using those to like trick us. Like it, it's guess so. unclear, like what's like, she might well, be imagining him. Or, that's what I'm know. saying. It, it was unclear to me whether she, it was the guy and she was lying about it to Madeline or if she didn't know and she was telling the truth. I wanted to get, what did you think? My take is that it's definitely not the guy. Oh, okay. Because I just feel like that's not, not where it's going. Like, and she I, wouldn't have reacted like that. If, yeah. If it I, was the guy. I think, I think we would have gotten more of, more of something happening with it while, while she was there. And additionally, like, that doesn't seem like it, it just seems like it's not what's going to happen. Like I can't imagine her like going back there and doing something. Yeah. Like I don't think that's going to be how that's that storyline ends. Although you're correct, like she definitely she lied about the gun, but then she came clean. Like I that's feel true. like I feel like it definitely wasn't him. Okay, um, that makes sense. But yeah, that's a uh, that's a good question. Let's let's talk a little bit more more about Jane. Um, I think, like, are we supposed to believe that it was Perry? I feel like 
that's who we're supposed to think. Who was the killer? Sorry. Who is Ziggy's dad? Oh, is he's dad? Yeah. You think it was Perry? I think it I think that's what we're supposed to think, but I think it won't be. I think they're trying to trick us into thinking it's Perry. Like they've never met. Yeah. Those two have, have never met. He's he's clearly violent. He's definitely as as Mike has said uh in past episodes, he's traveling around the world cheating on her on on uh on Nicole Kidman. So he's like he's so clearly like like it would be ridiculous for it to be him because it would be like such a like jump to to take like oh she happened to move here and he, he happened to become best best friends with her her former rapist uh, wife um but I think that's what we're supposed to think like wow. Perry is but I don't think it can be maybe I um, don't think so though. I don't think it can be I don't think the uh, I don't think he looks enough like the target photo like that other guy he's blonde but. I think he seemed to dress the same way. Like Mike, Mike had, I feel like Mike said this last, last episode. Um, he seems to have the same style. Like that's the first thing I thought when I saw like her flashback to that scene in that hotel room, I was like, that looks like Perry. That looks like, I don't think it's him though. I don't think it is either. I don't think it's him, but more Jane discussion here. What do you think about her sort of making up with, Renata. I think that's the only part of the episode that kind of rang hollow to me about how quickly, how quickly they kind of made up. And I, it makes sense story wise. Like they, they are kind of the only ones that know what they're, each of them are going through. Yeah. Uh, but still, I mean, you poke someone in the eye. Uh, <laughs> if, if I just, don't, I just don't really sound like you hold a grudge, Chris, huh? I guess so. I just don't, Maybe over multiple episodes, but you just got got sewn up too quickly to me. I, th- I think they just finally came to the the conclusion like we're. I mean, not not a conclusion because I feel like equally like this could blow back up again, and it probably will. But maybe it won't be what causes the killing next next week. Um, I have a couple thoughts thoughts about that. I, I think like we're supposed to think right that like that is. Pr- probably what is causing whatever yeah. happens at this event the because that's like everything right like that's all the school drama it's a central it's a school tension. Event. yeah um and now they just throw in like it seems weird like they're planning something for us like they just throw in the episode before the final episode that like they're all set now i don't know and obviously like all the police interviews like they have them speaking about them and stuff yeah. like it seems like it might be a trick like that maybe the killing didn't have as much to do with that as we might think. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was nice. Like they both, it seemed like realized, Hey, we're getting a lot worked up. Like, obviously it's horrible. You know, she's being attacked and stuff. And something's happening. Yeah. Like something is happening, but you know, it was nice that they finally just got to talk directly one-to-one calmly so that they could say, you know, what they were each feeling and how neither of them, you know, <laughs> um, like nobody wants this to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's weird though. Like it's definitely a situation where like, you know, one line could be said and it just blows up, blows up again. Yeah. Um, I do enjoy how Renata keeps pronouncing 
the Madeline's name wrong. I think she calls her Madeline. Madeline, yeah. Just little things. She she's doing a really good job too. The actress that plays Renata. The first few episodes, I thought she was kind of over the top, but uh, I'm like here more as kind of some subtler stuff. I really like her. So we'll have to see. um, We'll have to see what happens with that too. Let's talk for a second about the parents' dinner. Because I want to talk about the Nicole Kidman stuff uh, last, because I feel like that's you know such such great stuff. I mean, it all is great, but the parents' dinner with Madeline and um, with all of them—that seemed like it was a little bit out of left field with the daughter selling her virginity. Like that just seemed to come out of like nowhere for it was me. Kinda, it was kind of over the top. It was over the top. I. I gotta tell you, I like, um, I feel for, uh, the dad, like the Madeline's ex-husband. Yeah. Uh, he does, like, at times he seems like a, like an ass. At other times, like, when he found out about that, like, I feel like that's how I would react, too. And it felt really weird that just, like, 24 hours later, he was like, I'm actually not upset about this at all. Like, it, it was really weird how they approached that at dinner. And then, like, they sort of backtracked, like, oh, like, we need to, like, we definitely don't want her doing this, but we have to remain calm, calm about it. Like, I, I actually, I was getting worked up when he was getting, like, pissed about it. Like, I was, I was like, hell, like, hell, hell yeah, like, be pissed. When he, it started looking like it was getting a little bit close to, like, being violent about it when he was holding the laptop i was scared it was going to get violent and then i'd be like ah but it didn't i don't know if it it, he seems like the kind of guy and maybe like it it didn't seem like it was gonna get violent like it was just a yelling match um but (laughs) what did you think about because then we had the dinner and then we had believe the daughter's name is abigail right um i guess you're you're not the man to be asking um but what did you think about the dinner um with Reese Witherspoon uh, throwing up quite quite a bit, and a couple of those were ta- tactical vomits. I think. I mean, she threw up right on the food. She threw up right in that 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 woman's face too. That was a projectile on target vomit. That that third one. Um, but what do you think about that? And what do you think about Madeline sort of coming clean to her daughter and telling her that she she cheated? Oh, it was just, it was a good heart to heart scene, classic mother daughter, heart to heart scene, bearing soul. Classic mother daughter t- talking about her daughter trying to sell her virginity on the internet scene. Well, yeah, the circumstances were different, but the yeah. the heart of the matter was the same. And really, it was about the daughter not feeling like she could live up to her mother's life, but that that life is just a it's not as it seems, and she's nobody's perfect. I've got to tell you when, sorry, I'm trying, okay, Ed, Ma- Madeline's husband, when they first say, like, when her ex-husband just, just says, like, this is what our daughter's doing, there's sort of, like, that look of, like, what the hell? I was, like, I was, like, reading how Ed was looking, like, I felt like he, and then he said that line, like, is this some sort of joke? Like, it felt like it was a little bit of, like, an unnatural like, I, I was trying to read him, like, and Adam Scott, I think, is great, but I was trying to, like, 
was it sort of not great acting or was he supposed to just be like really weird like, and like stiff, like delivery of those lines? Like it seemed weird. I think it was when he said to, that. I think it was supposed to be just like completely blindsided. Like, yeah. What do you think your daughter is having like the secret, secret plan or secret project? It was weird. That's literally like the last thing you would possibly <laughs> think could happen. But it also, like, was weird, like, in hindsight, like, oh, the secret project. Like, when does that ever happen? Like, oh, our our 16-year-old daughter's going off to do her ongoing secret project. It's so exciting. Well, like the way, even, <laughs> even the way that they were, like, priming Madeline and Ed, like, I thought, in my head, I thought, like, oh, what, what would I think if I was being told this? And I would think, like, oh, she's not going to college and she's, like backpacking across it like that's the secret project like yeah. she's doing something radical but not really radical yeah yeah and you're kind of waiting for something like that but then you just you never think anything as crazy as that but it was it yeah. was crazy and we'll have to see uh i mean that's like another thing like do you think this next episode's gonna be a complete flip like we're going to get like no more advancement of any storylines beyond what happens at that costume party yeah, I think it'll be, I think it'll be, it'll be a little bit, a little bit of advancement getting us to the costume party, then a complete flip for like 50% of the episode, and then like the last 25% will be kind of like a catch up, and then like one final note on everything. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about Nicole Kidman, about Celeste and Perry. Um, I will say this. So last week, he was he like got violent when he was picking up the toys, but we didn't really see it. Yeah, I think it's safe to say he definitely began asking questions in a weird way, but we just didn't see it and continued to do like the exact same thing he's been doing every time. Just want to get that out, but it was a nice like we didn't have to sit through it again. He well, just like well, he like threw the he threw the toys, he threw the Legos on her. Yeah, but I'll tell you, like, this is what happened that we didn't get to see. Celeste, why Why wasn't I, I told about this? Why, blah, blah, blah. And then he poured the, did all of the crazy shit that he does because he's a psycho. Um, I'll say this, though. The scenes between Celeste and the therapist, I think those are the, the best scenes of the entire show. Yeah. Uh, it's absolutely just awesome like it's just i find myself like what when i'm watching it i i just like i i zone into the show at like a different level like i'm just like i'm so drawn in by by those scenes and what is uh what is going on and just still like you know all this stuff goes on with her getting, getting the apartment and all of that and then finally she Double breaks his ure- ure- urethra, uh, and uh, still like it was almost like a little bit of levity. Like she hits him with a tennis racket or whatever, and that cuts right to like the music of of the play. Um, and like you almost think like okay, like we're supposed it's, it's it's a little bit lighter. Like she's she's taking a a a, a step. Um, but then he comes back, oh, so like tense when he comes in. Clearly, like the nanny knows, like yeah. what's what's going on. He's weird to her, and then he says just that line, like "You're lucky I didn't kill you." Oh my god, like God. And this is why I think that storyline is going to be 
at the center of who gets killed at the at this event. I think uh, one of them is going to do some crazy shit at at the event, and one of them is going to die. Yeah. What did you think about all all that though? I was like, I I cheer for for her for Nicole Kidman's character. Just yeah, she's doing a great job. I think uh, her telling Perry that she's taking the kids and leaving could definitely be a tipping point. Especially if like something happens at the uh, the karaoke or the trivia night, and that's when it gets revealed. But again, it's yeah. so on the nose. Like you're looking at it and kill you. Like that's like primed to be a red herring. That's true. I know it really is. It really is. But like, there's like so much of that though. Like the the fact that Jane is carrying a gun and like clearly is willing to to use it but it seems like the person was not shot right like it's i, I don't know i feel like they they, they don't talk about bullets. I, don't, I don't really remember they've talked about the skull being fractured they've talked about i feel like it was like part of their lower body being being uh, like broken in multiple yeah. places um it just sounds like a fall to me yeah or, i don't know if they explicitly said it yeah it sounds like a fall um but i don't know I don't know. Okay. Three three questions. I know uh you're not a screen bet man. I wish you were a company man and would buy buy into it a little more. I've got three questions I want for this final episode. Okay. Who killed who at the event? It's the big one. Uh maybe Jane killed Perry. And I'm forgetting we, we already had this. We already had this as I a know, screen I forget, bet. I forget I'm forgetting I what I said too. But you say who? Jane killed Perry. Jane killed Perry. She comes upon because Perry. maybe he was the the rapist. No, I say but. he comes upon her. He comes. Jane comes upon Perry like beating Celeste. Do you think there? Yeah, do, do you think there's any way that it's like a third, like a character we don't the care character about? We don't know. Yeah. No, because the cops wouldn't ask about. Wouldn't ask about all these people that aren't involved. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I'm thinking... I think there's going to be some sort of fl- fl- flip around. Like, I'm thinking maybe even two two people died, because we're only seeing them talk talk about one. I'm thinking, like, what I... Like, maybe Nicole Kidman gets killed by Perry, and then Perry dies. Like, I think there's going to be some sort of flip, like some sort of like, yeah. oh, we're going to find out this whole time. Like they're they're interviewing them, but also like Perry's in the hospital on on life support. and He dies at the end or yeah. something like some some switch switcheroo. Um, OK, so s- second question. Who is actually hurting R- Renata's kid? Um, Annabella. Amabella. I don't think we'll get a concrete answer on that. Come on, that's like the most. That's what I want to know most. <laughs> like even more than who who died. I think that could definitely be like it's someone weird, it's like some third party's kid. Yeah, or like it's multiple kids. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Is that your official guess? Yeah, I'll go with it's. It's actually Ziggy. Could definitely be it. Yeah. Um. And finally, who is Ziggy's dad? I don't think we'll find out. 
So we're not going to find out either of these I think, things? I think one of, at least one of those two we won't find out. I, I can't wait. I am amped for it. I am just... I don't... And I'm sad, like... That's that's gonna be gone. Yeah. Maybe they'll there'll be more. I don't think they'll. Well, they, they definitely be. they definitely could, but I hope not. Why? Just make a nice beginning, middle, and end story. Not everything has to be dragged on seasons and yeah. seasons and seasons. And just make a nice beginning, middle, end o- o- over a few seasons. Yeah, but this one it could just end so well. Well, apparently not. If we don't find out anything. Well, maybe not to we'll you. Find out. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, I'm definitely I I can't wait. I don't know what's gonna happen. I know everyone that read the book knows, but that's true. It could change it. That's that's true. They could change it. Um, and we'll have to uh, we'll have to wait and see. In the meantime, Chris, where can we find you online? Twitter.com/slash/thatmorris and ScreenClub.com. You can find Mike, uh, who couldn't be bothered to be here today. Is it underscore linguistics? On Twitter, probably, and uh, <laughs> you can also find him uh, at I believe t- Tony dot dot org is Mike's 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 website. Dot gov, I think. <laughs> dot, dot, dot gov, yeah. It's 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 Tony dot gov slash Mike. Yeah, I yeah, believe is his it. his website. Shout out to our good good, good pal Tony. Um, you can find me as always on Twitter at Jeffam J E F F A M. Uh, you can also find me at therealjeffmore.com. You can find me and Chris and Mike online at screeningclub.com. Come and check out more articles in sight, and you can also share your thoughts. You can also comment or give us your thoughts on our email, screeningclub at gmail.com, and we would really appreciate if you could rate and subscribe. Let us know what you think on iTunes or your favorite podcast subscriber guys until next week thank you as always for joining us and have a great week in tv see ya god bless